All right. Hello, hello, hello. I'm going to talk into the mic. Uh, welcome to episode 14 of uh, The Great Mundane. Um, today we're going to be talking Batman with our special guest, Max. Hello, Steve. You got to lean in. Oh, hello, Steve. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing good. Um, I shouldn't have said the theme because now the, the theme music isn't going to be as much of a surprise. So let's... All right. <laughs> I think it's 17 seconds you can get away with without getting a uh, copyright. So I always do a bit under. I, f- I feel like I just watched like you know the behind the scenes of like Looney Tunes back in action where they're holding the green sacks. <laughs> and you're like, this is how the movie was made. I, as you just put the the mic over the laptop. That's what hey, I'm hey, saying. don't give it away oh, to sorry, people sorry. at home. <laughs> okay, so um, as always, whenever I have a guest, I like to have the person who come in pick a theme. Uh, Max picked Batman. Um, what made you pick Batman? Um, is he your hero? Oh, he's, he's all of my heroes in one. But also, you and I have that running joke of whenever I see you, I usually say, uh, <laughs> I was there when Superman killed the Joker, which is just a great call, for those of you who don't know, a great callback to when, uh, that Injustice comic was going on for, you know, the fighting game, <laughs> and they had the comic going. I wish every video game had a tie-in year-long comic. <laughs> That's like pretty mediocre, but then like has some pretty cool things. Imagine like FIFA 18 had a had a comic, yeah, and it's just one guy breaking his leg and then <laughs> watching from the sidelines, and then having to do manager mode. Oh, that'd be good. That'd that's be actually good. pretty sick. He goes through all the new settings of the uh, game. Yeah. Okay, FIFA. That's copyrighted. You can't take that. <sighs> Shit. Oh, why did I pick Batman? We were coming to this. I yeah. pick, I picked it that. Um, honestly, I sort of panicked and I didn't know what to do. I picked honestly like a, a topic that. I'm very passionate about. I've like tried to write multiple screenplays for a Batman movie. That's not a lie. There's like three of them that I've started. They're like each fifty pages long or something. Like, like attempts. These are solid attempts. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, and I just I love I love really like the character and where like he can go and stuff. And I thought that'd be one I could talk about like relatively easily. Okay, so I'll start off with an easy one. Okay, who is your favorite Batman villain? Uh, you mean besides Calendar Man? Yes, besides Obviously. Calendar Man. Uh, and Condiment <laughs> King. Um, Condiment King is not allowed. Um, that's so... Mm, that's a difficult one. I mean, like, the Joker's an obvious one. I think it's, like, if you ever write, like, um, a character uh, or, like, any, like, heroic sort of Greek epic, you look at a villain that sort of represents the antithesis of the hero. Um yes we're gonna use words like antithesis on uh it's pronounced antithesis thank you for that yeah it is i forgot about that um but uh like antigon (laughs) exactly yeah exactly sorry i get distracted when i look at your greek uh pillar over there yeah (laughs) (laughs) you take that from the pantheon when you visited that's from uh my girlfriend's italian grandmother oh wow that's (laughs) so it's not greek then it's italian nope yeah. Okay. I'm so I'm so sorry. First of all, um, I don't know. Like I like characters that are like conflicting. Like I like Mister Freeze a lot when he's done. Because well. Batman's pretty warm. <laughs> and you know, ice is like during the day. You know, <laughs> it's a day yeah. activity. Yeah, it is a day. I hate a night when it all melts. 
No, I, I like Mr. Freeze as well. Um, and by done well, I assume you mean like the non-Schwarzenegger version, like the yeah. more conflicted internal one. Well, I think he, because he's not a villain, right? That's the whole, it's a really interesting, you could argue, like, I mean, he does obviously villainous things, but he, I don't think he has uh, malicious intent. He's just trying to save his wife, albeit very poorly. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of things you could do with a freeze gun other than rob a bank. This is... <laughs> And say eyes to meet you. <laughs> now, okay. So, Mr. Freeze, the Joker. I feel like those are classic ones. Um, what about some more uh, lower tier ones? Like, what about the Penguin? The Penguin. Actually, I was gonna think of an even lower tier, newer one. Um, Professor. I think it's Professor. Uh, Professor Pig. Spelled with P Y G. Yeah. That sounds. It sounds like really lame, but like he's the serial killer who wears the the pig mask. Mm-hmm. And he says Winkle. <laughs> so I'll be. I'll be it. Uh, deteriorates a little bit from the illusion, yeah. but it, he's really cool because he appears in in Snyder's like um, new iterations of like uh, Batman, which are really cool. Okay. Yeah. I actually read a Batman comic for the first time in ages uh, mm. called Hush. Oh, I um, love Hush. Yeah. So I'm going to put out my thoughts that oh, okay. I went into it thinking that Hush was supposed to be this great new villain. Oh, yeah. Um, spoiler alert for anybody. <laughs> Just in case my mom's planning on reading Hush. <laughs> but your mom listens? Oh, oh hello, Steve's mom. I'm so, I'm such a huge fan of Steve. <laughs> That's great. Thanks. <laughs> no, but I read uh, Batman Hush, and really, it seemed like at the end of the day, like the the Riddler was the guy who did yeah, everything, yeah. and Hush was just a guy who I guess hired the right guy. Um, and other than that, like it was, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but if I'm reading a comic where a new villain's introduced mm-hmm. and Batman's childhood best friend is introduced, I'm gonna connect the dots that it's <laughs> the same guy. <laughs> This person who's introduced simultaneously as a new villain that arises on the streets. I think four pages after, <laughs> Batman goes, oh, I want my childhood friend I never mentioned. Also, I'm going to tear this the, the comic apart a little bit here. Mm-hmm. How is he able to perform like like plastic surgery on himself <laughs> so perfectly and within hours of seeing Batman multiple times? Um, wait, who? Hush, doesn't he, like, because that's why he wears, doesn't he become other people? I thought he just got people to wear the, wear that outfit for him. Like, he had, like, four oh, different versions of right, that right, trench right, coat. right, 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 That's true. And toilet paper to wrap around his face. That's all he had access to. <laughs> Millions of dollars <laughs> in trench coats. I thought it was cool, because, like, wasn't because you see shots of, like, um, in the long Halloween, like, that trench coat. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that was kind of a cool, like, shadow. I was that comment. yeah no they did i did like how they referenced that it seemed like everybody wore that trench coat <laughs> i mean to be honest trench coats aren't a unique no. style choice for <laughs> he takes off the mask and it's rorschach <laughs> <laughs> you're he's stuck in here with me oh man but you liked hush i i actually genuinely really liked hush. i liked hush mostly just because it was different um honestly from a critical note like i think there's way too many characters Mm, um but like in in the moment like i think it's like really fun i like how the joker's used like that moment with the joker might be one of my favorite joker moments because um just when he shows up when no no, (laughs) he bursts through the door (laughs) 
No, it's when like Gordon tells him he can't do it, mm. or yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, that's a really cool like, like just like I don't know time frame of or like split image of like the laws dynamic with Batman. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think I enjoyed I enjoyed reading it. I thought it was a good story. Mm-hmm. I just thought that um, I sort of thought the Riddler got robbed a bit of the uh, yeah. The I agree. That's probably one of the Riddler's best appearances, to be honest with you, in terms of like a mastermind. Yeah, I like. In in trying to write these, uh, you know, these soon to be award winning screenplays mm-hmm. um, for a Batman movie, um, I was thinking about like a lot of different villains to use. I think the Riddler is such a cool villain to be used well. Yeah, you know, like. But it's also tough. <laughs> it's also really hard. Like I think another cool thing, or like like I've read online of like different movie things you could do is like you doing the long Halloween, but having like the Calendar Man as like this like. Um, like uh, Hannibal Lecter type character, okay. Where he's like in the glass and he's talking. He's like, "Hello, Clarice. I mean Batman." <laughs> and then he escapes at the end, and then all he's left is like this like hallmark calendar. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Yeah, you really, really have him ham it up. <laughs> <laughs> Hamable Lecter. Hamable Lecter, because it's it's because they're all on holiday dates, and he knows, right? He's almost like. It's like there's like, it's almost like Science of the Lambs because like you have like, was it Buffalo Bill going around, and then Hannibal Lecter knows how he thinks, and the mm-hmm. Calendar Man knows the calendar, and so by that you know it, extension he's able to understand the Holiday Killer. Imagine making a plea deal with a judge, and it's just like we got to reduce his sentence. He's the best at calendars. <laughs> <laughs> he knows them. He knows all three hundred and sixty-five days this year. <laughs> All right. Um, that's one question down. <laughs> All right. Here's a good question for you. What is the least believable aspect of Batman? I think it's that he waits so long to do something. Like, honestly, like, in every iteration of the comics, like, oh, he, like, beats up some kid or something. Oh, I'm angsty. You know what I mean? My yeah. parents are dead. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. But, like, I think, like, the way he starts doing it often doesn't make sense. Like, that his parents die, he apparently deals with it for ten years, and then goes to the Alps to become a monk. Or not a monk, a a monk. No, you're right. A a bat monk. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, it does feel like he would probably have come up with some sort of coping mechanism in that time. Yeah, and, uh, like, if anything, like, also, like, why does he start becoming Batman like then? Like you know what I mean? Like why like then? You know what I mean? And also, I all, this is actually this is a big thing. Like when he's like, I want my enemies to share my dread. You know that quote, the quote Batman yeah. begins. I don't understand that. Like if you're afraid of bats, like now he's like, oh, you'll be afraid of bats. But what if they're not afraid of bats? I don't understand. And well, maybe it's that he's not afraid of bats anymore, and. <laughs> He doesn't care if they're afraid of bats. <laughs> sort of indifferent. They just wanted to put one line in there to be like, he thought about it. Yeah. Because he couldn't possibly still be afraid of bats. Well, no, he goes... Ah, that's true. Like, if bats... He like, lives flew, in a cave. Like, there are bats flying around the cave of all time. But <laughs> he's not going to be, like, on edge, like, shit. What if, like, Alfred was just scared constantly? Like, Alfred's just like, I'm fucking terrified of bats. I can't, I can't do this. And he just, like, hides in the house. Alfred's walking around at all times. He's like, is this cave going to collapse? 
in the, in the southeast corner. <laughs> I need some renovations. Oh gosh. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Is mm. that it's Batman's story is very much like child Batman. Batman. <laughs> it because at least with Spider Man, like that happens, and then he's Spider Man. You know what I mean? Like he's like, I'm gonna do something about it. Yeah. Meanwhile, Bruce Wayne, we I. And honestly, we don't know what he does for that entire... Like, what is he doing? Yeah, like, it's possible maybe he just put on the face of Bruce Wayne and he's like a playboy 14-year-old <laughs> character. Like, and then he goes home and broods. That's but, true. You know, well, there would be a lot of brooding. Yeah. Years, a decade worth of brooding. I thought at first you were going to say the waiting that he does. We're just like... He'll, he'll solve a crime, but then he has to wait 24 hours because he's got to wait for it to get dark again. Nobody wants to write a story where Batman Oh, that's so center. funny. That's so, so funny. But, yeah. I mean, like, some of the movies do a pretty good job of having him do stuff during the day. Or they get rid of it, like, in, in to quote Batman Begins again, like, he's asleep all day, and then it's the <laughs> night again. <laughs> and they're like, it's full in the afternoon. And then it's like, all right, time to be Batman again. Bruce Wayne, notorious playboy, sleeps all <laughs> business leader, sleeps all day. I'm gonna do push-ups. That seems weird too. He just starts doing push-ups in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, it is weird. All right. <laughs> I like how smooth these transitions are too. Thanks. If I if I had editing, I can edit them, <laughs> edit them out. better. Here's a question that's always bothered me and I just thought about. Mm -hmm. Does it ever get annoying that Batman is portrayed as, like, the smartest man in the world? <laughs> like, not just from a tactical perspective, but, like, in computers and just, like... Yeah, and then how no one is even close. What, Lex Luthor? The, like, the only man who could have done this. <laughs> There's only two men who could have done this. One of them's in the Justice Tower. <laughs> the other's at LexCorp. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 honestly, I believe it. It's a comic book, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, like, it's part of, like, how did he learn this? Like, how did he become so savvy? It was the monks. It was, you know, it the monks are monks. very... The tech monks. <laughs> yeah. There's, like, a secret Silicon Valley. It's they call this Silicon Peak. <laughs> yep, Peak and Valley. Yeah. That's good, that's right, good. Right, right, uh, And then they just have, like, a bunch of just little mini startups up there. Yeah, that that is. I'm gonna edit that out. So <laughs> I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't give any personal information on. Oh, this. okay, okay, okay. So. so expect a delay on this coming out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, but it is how it started. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Here's a big question right. for you. And I wore a sweater specifically to prepare for this. Oh, okay. Who would win in a fight? Oh no. Batman or Superman? For those of you who can't see, because this is an audio podcast, uh, I just took off my pants. He just took off his pants, and simultaneously, <laughs> and I, I have no idea how he was able to do that with his other hand, put on <laughs> a Superman sweater, a Man of Steel design sweater. You can tell because it's got the weird like scales on it. Yeah. Who would win? Um, it's weird. Like, I think I mean Batman's. If, if you're assuming he's the smartest guy in the universe. Then he should win every time. But like, from like a would the smartest ant beat me every time? <laughs> <laughs> but like, an ant doesn't have the motor skills 
to even implement any of that intelligence. Sure. Have you ever thought about that ants could be just geniuses? Yeah. No, well, maybe in passing and then go, no. <laughs> <laughs> because then they would team up and then and do something about it. Yeah, I think ants could probably achieve more. Like, there's always the thought that, like, maybe animals are happier and they don't the reason they don't do what we do is just because they wouldn't want to but yeah i don't know ants seem like the type of species that would want to build something or it's like the first sentient like sentient like non-human creature was just like really like um i don't know like just like walking around like like confused and just like being like really distraught <laughs> and like concerned and they just left and then they died, and they didn't we weren't able to pass on those genes. Yeah, well, as is the life of an ant, <laughs> first sentient ant. <laughs> oh man, that would be an Ant Man I would watch. Where they had, we we talk to the ants. Yeah, yeah, but not because of any superpower, but because the ant is just smart enough. He's just smart enough to talk to him, and he and he talks by spelling out letters in English with his body. And it takes just like five hours to spell out one word. And the. W- the first sentence is, I have no mouth, but I must scream. <laughs> oh, man. And then he just writes out, three, two, one. <laughs> and you just hear, like, this like, like, little tiny whistle. That's it. Oh, yeah. That'll be good. And then the ant dies, because it's, like, a day long thing. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so you, so, you think ba- <laughs> so you think Batman would win. All right, I'm going to give you a scenario then. Oh, and... well, no, I didn't finish my thought. Okay, okay. I was going to say that, like, Superman, if he just, like, there's so many instances in that movie where he, he, he can just kill Batman. Yeah, if he has eye li- an eye, like, an eye line on Batman, he mm-hmm. should be able to kill him. But, like, the cool thing about Superman is, like, okay, obviously his weakness is kryptonite, like a, like a rock thing. Yeah. But, which is honestly way too abundant on Earth. Yes. Like, let's be real. <laughs> like, there should be zero traces of this element. <laughs> there, th- yeah, there should be, like, a fine dust that... Uh, if anything, it collected. should only be from his ship. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Like, he brought it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, the, but um, his weakness is, like, his is, uh, like as is portrayed in some of the comics, is his moral... Is his morals, his system of morals, and how they're so strict, and that he can't kill somebody. Yeah. But then, like, you kill Zod... You know, and then you're just like, well, I guess I can just, like, you know, kill this weird, uh, always, like, upset bat creature. <laughs> Perpetually annoyed and unhappy. <laughs> yeah. And especially, like, this version of Batman's sort of, like, the bad type of vigilante who yeah. runs people over with his car with guns on it. <laughs> Don't worry, it's a rubber car. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the rationale? Is it that he's firing rubber bullets? That's so, like, I'm going to be honest, it's so stupid. That's the stupidest. Like, Arkham Knight, when he's just... I get why he has rockets to blow up the tanks. Yeah. But to shoot other things. Like, <laughs> he's like, I'm just going to add a gun on here. And then all the other... And then all the instances in that movie, he's like, we don't use guns. Or in that... Sorry, in that game. Yeah. Maybe we don't use guns. Why would you when you have a rocket launcher? Is <laughs> <laughs> atta- That you could also attach to a vehicle you could summon anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Though, yeah, so, but, like, so, this, you exist in a world where kryptonite exists, so obviously Batman has some, because, like, if you watch, like, you read Tower of Babel, and he has, like, ways to defeat every Justice League member, which is honestly probably one of the coolest comics ever. Oh, it's a great idea. Like, that would be a good Justice League movie. 
Yeah. Because people yeah. only like Batman anyway. Yeah, in exactly. The like... And then that's such a good way to, like, exploit Batman and make him look like an idiot. You know what I mean? Because he never looks stupid. Like, yeah. he never looks stupid. Which is, honestly, another annoying part about Batman. Is he rarely looks like an idiot. Yeah. Because, yeah, he, he's always a step ahead. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that is a good point about that. He, it was like he was behind. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like it wasn't like he got super outsmarted or anything. It was just right. a few villains teamed up and did what you'd expect. Mm-hmm. The only the, the funny thing about that ish that comic was like some of those things were so smart like set John on fire. Uh, yeah. Like the Flash has to run or else he dies. Yeah. Having Wonder Woman just fight people felt a bit on the less impressive side. <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot about that. It was just like, it was like overwhelm her with too many villains. Yeah. It's like, really? It's not like an emotional thing you can trigger or something? I don't know. Maybe they didn't want to have him like handcuff her because that would be lame is that is that still a thing if she gets bound she loses all of her powers is that a thing it used to be that's that's where the whole wonder woman bondage stuff comes from because Ooh, that's i thought it was because she had a lasso that she tied everyone up with well that's i guess that's the other half <laughs> so people would tie her up because if she was ever like uh bound in some way she mm. would lose all of her power that's a horrible weakness my god <laughs> it really is yeah <laughs> But, you know, if you're really strong, I guess, you can get out of that. <laughs> Just don't get put into that situation. Yeah, I guess. I liked, um, I also liked, yeah, like, Plastic Man somehow in that comic. And then his thing is like, oh, freeze him, because of rubber. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, that's like every stretchy, like, I'm sorry, but every stretchy character. Yeah, but what else are you going to do? I guess you could attach him to the Flash as Flash runs across the world, or like, or like attach them to things where like it's like turning, and then they keep being stretched, mm. and they get stretched thinner and thinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so if you had, so you, I assume you are a Batman connoisseur. You've, wow! Oh my God! See, thank you. Yeah. That's such a compliment. So, other than your screenplays, right. what Batman media would you recommend to people if they wanted to read some, read or watch something interesting? Um, that's actually a great question. Um, thanks. Th- I'm th- a professional. That, that's your first great question. <laughs> <laughs> really hope there's more to come. Um, no, I so like I I'm I like a lot of different ones. Um, the comics are great because, like, I think their varied art style can appeal to different people. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Ark, like the first Arkham comic, like Arkham Asylum, is the art style is so cool. It's like this, like the um, the watercolor sort of drain, really scary kind of gothic sort of like style. And um, the Long Halloween, equally so. Like the Long Halloween, super well written, um, really good mystery. If you want a good mystery, uh, Batman, like where he's actually a detective. Yeah. Like that's a pretty good one. He doesn't solve the problem by. Yeah. using kung fu too much he's the smartest guy in the world and therefore knows kung fu <laughs> it's the sherlock school of karate i would love to see that's cool if you see like a like a batman movie but he has all like the words pop up like in sherlock punch and face the, then move the bat cave is in his mind palace <laughs> the bat cave isn't real it's yeah. just his mind palace I, I just finished watching Sherlock for the first time, and I, I try and use Mind Palace. As much it's so as I hard. Can. 
It's oh no, I don't hard. use it. I use the term mind palace because I found <laughs> the concept hilarious. It's it's funny. I don't know how people use it. Oh, another thing. This is like from an animated perspective. I think the original series is animated series is fantastic. But I also really really like Batman Beyond. I think Batman Beyond is like a really slept, co- like show. And if you like the idea of Batman, but are kind of sick of Batman, like that's a really cool show to watch because he's just sort of a mentor figure. And, like, my favorite parts of, Bat- of Batman are, like, when he's tormented by his past. And so that's a really cool comic to re- or, like, or show to watch. Obviously, like, I think um, The Dark Knight Returns is fantastic. I think it's a masterpiece. I think it's really, really good. Oh, yeah, it's great. They still teach that at, uh, at U of T. I took that class last year. Yeah. Did, did they still do it? Yeah, they yeah, did yeah. The Dark Knight and they did Killing Joke, too, which is another great if you want like a quick batman comic that's like a 20 page comic yeah nice quick fun read <laughs> quick fun <laughs> demented read <laughs> it's a nice uh, summer afternoon get your eight-year-old nephew a uh, a killing joke comic they'll thank you for hours better than flex mentalo i didn't ask him flex mentalo did you like it i i thought it was interesting i thought it was kind of cool i hated the like the pettiness of wally and like sort of like i feel like the author's like almost too smart for the medium at some points which is annoying yeah i'm like you know like give up you know what i mean like, like you're writing a comic like you can't really be criti- criticizing them oh that's a good essay just saying give up <laughs> i like it yeah no it's good I, there's so many things to watch i love the nolan films are fantastic i think they're really good as just a huge film nerd and who's someone who like idolizes christopher nolan an amazing soundtrack and really well portrayed Bruce Wayne. Like that's probably one of the best. When you say when you say you read screenplays, do you think they would have been sequels to the Nolan universe, or would they have just taken inspiration? Or uh, I can tell you what they are about without. Tell me your best one. My best one. Um, well, all of them are the same. It's just me, like, is like choosing how. It's you I, as Batman. <laughs> me and me <laughs> casting myself as Batman. Actually, I, if I, I was gonna cast myself, but I was gonna cast myself as like Dick Grayson or mm. something, you know, you know, side character. But I like, see you more as a Damian. Really? <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> oh, um, but okay, so I, I had this idea of like um, taking multiple, co- doing a trilogy and having like, um, like having the first one being set. I want I wanted a really good Batman and Robin movie. Okay. Because, like, I felt like that hasn't happened yet. I thought that would be really cool. Yeah. And I think Bat- Batman really becomes less boring when you have this, like, teenager that, he, like, he's adopted that he has to, like, worry about. I thought Jason Todd would be a really cool Robin to choose. Um, I was thinking of, like, you know, like, writing, like, um, or not me, but, like, in collaboration with people, or the idea of having, like, a black Robin or something, or, like, you know, adding some diversity to that, like, that group would be really cool. There is a black Robin, right? Like, is not there? not Robin, but like a Marcellus. Like, there's uh, somebody who Batman hung out with who wasn't Robin. Like a, uh, hmm. really? Who's the um? Casually look this up. <laughs> yeah, this dude. What? Who is he? Whoa! He looks like if Batman <laughs> was combined with Iron Fist. <laughs> Batman and Bumblebee the Transformer. <laughs> <laughs> That's not his name, by the way. That's just what he looks like. Um, he looks like Kick-Ass mixed with Batman. Duke Thomas. That's a good name. That's a good name, actually. 
I don't think I don't think he has a lot of history though, and I don't think he had a long run. No, um, uh, he looks kind of cool. I don't oh, know, it's I'll, Lark. I'll be honest, he's pretty. His name's Lark. Yep. That's so lame. Oh man, that's too bad. Anyway, I was thinking of that, and I thought like over the trilogy, like you'd have Barbara get injured and become Oracle. You'd have Jason Todd die, and then you'd have this moment where like. Um, all this stuff is built up to him, like, kind of dealing with, um, with whether he, like, like, you know, does something and breaks, you know what I mean? So it's, it's really a more modern take on Batman, like a Bat family type of thing. I like the Bat family. I like the, like, the idea of, like, because he would never, like, in a real sense, you wouldn't be alone. Like, there would be people who are attracted to this, this idea of vigilantism, you know? Yeah. And this brand of it. And I think... Like Lark. Like, <laughs> specifically Lark. Um, but also, like, having, like, a kid. Like, he adopt. Like, I think that's why that Lego Batman movie is hilarious. I was going to so say, good. that's probably the best Batman and Robin movie that there's been. I full-heartedly <laughs> agree because you sh- it shows you, like, it makes him be different and you see the weirdness. I thought that would be so cool. It's also the best Batman and Joker movie. Yeah, where they're, like, like have this romance almost. <laughs> like, the sexual tension at the end is actually so high. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, whoa. 30 minutes. This is a long one. Okay, so moving off of Batman, I like to always end things with a segment. So my favorite segment is what's something in front of me in the room and you have to talk about it. Okay. Um, so I'm going to let you do this. Well, I brought it earlier. I think I'd be, it'd be, I'd be remiss if I didn't probably go into detail is the, the, this ancient pillar that's sitting in the corner of your room. Uh, I thought it was Greek. It looks like it's from, like, the Pantheon. Um, yeah, but we shrunk it down. You shrunk but... it down. I don't know. How, it must be super heavy. and But it's from your uh, an Italian relative? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lindsay's uh, Nona um, had it. Um, yeah, it's funny. We always talk about how little space we have, but we also have, like, a pillar that we don't put anything on. <laughs> and it's mostly just decorative <laughs> but it's so nice and it, it it gives a nice vibe to the place you know oh yeah like ancient architecture that's a cool vibe yeah i i honestly think it's nice a lot of people would say it's kitschy i think it's nice i have in my corner a similar corner i have actually like a a faux it's not a real terracotta warrior i didn't assume it was a real terracotta <laughs> warrior <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. How, Ouch! How, I'm actually kind of hurt. You how didn't tall assume. is it? It's it's actually like five feet tall. Holy shit! Where'd you get this? I from China. <laughs> okay, you brought that back with you. Yeah, it was in my house in China. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then I brought it back. Jeez. Yeah, that's not a bit, by the way. That's not like me being an improvisational genius. Yeah, I didn't think so. That, <laughs> because otherwise, the rest of the podcast definitely supports that argument. Yeah. All right, well, that was you learn something new every day. All right, well, thank you, everybody, for listening. That was the Great Mundane, uh, episode 14. You know what? Ep- season 2, episode 2. Hell yes. Yeah, we're back. Uh, tune in next week. I'll probably be by myself. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and let's, let's uh, play it out. On that moment of loneliness. Oh, shit, I, mo- I lost the page. <laughs> oh, God.